When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Building Better Business podcast is the best place to learn how to take your business to the next level. It's no longer enough to earn good profits. You need to develop a network of connections as well as use all types of marketing to your advantage that will put you over the edge. Hosted by me, Steve Eschbach, a financial executive with decades of experience in dealing with businesses and business people, we'll learn how this all comes together. Join me and my expert guests as we delve into the many facets of owning the business and how to become a good, caring business owner. Listen how making a difference in your community can attract all sorts of clientele, which in turn will build you a better business. Greetings of the day, my fellow listeners, and welcome to another edition of Building Better Businesses. I am Steve Eschbach, your host. I am also an entrepreneur, business owner here in the Chicagoland area. I own one of seven Chicagoland offices of Transworld Business Advisors. Transworld, by the way, is the largest and fastest growing business brokerage in the world. We've been around for 40 years. I've uh, been involved in hundreds of thousands of transactions, and uh, our role primarily is to assist business owners confidentially sell their businesses and match them up with qualified buyers. And uh, we also do franchise sales. So for those who are looking to uh, get into the entrepreneurial world with the support of a franchisor team, uh, we do that. And we also help businesses uh, expand via the franchise model. We have well over a thousand among the sister names, Sinorama being one of the most popular, but there are seven or eight others, including Transworld in that franchise uh, sister company uh, model, if you will. I'm delighted to have uh, a uh, an entrepreneur who is involved in assisting not only business owners, but anybody write a book that will become a bestseller. And his name is Vikrant Sharia, and I think I'm pronouncing that name correctly. He's the founder and CEO of bestsellingbook.com. And Vikrant, thank you so much for your time, and uh, we look forward to chatting with you. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much, Steve, for having me here. Thank you. First, before we uh, go back in time and uh, learn about your childhood and how that influenced where you are today, tell me a little bit about bestsellingbook.com and what it is that you do and how you help your clients. Sure. So my team and I help entrepreneurs and thought leaders who have amazing ideas, stories, message to share with the world in the form of a book, but really don't have the time to sit down and actually write the book or maybe don't have the skill set our professional skill set to write, write the book. So we have a done-for-you book writing, publishing, and marketing services through which we help our clients turn their book ideas into a best-selling book in just six months, even when they didn't have the time or skill set to write the book. So this is what we do. That sounds good. That really is good. And uh, there's nothing like sharing uh, your wisdom, being you being the prospective book writer with a team that can help you put it all together. One of the things that uh, particularly interested, interested me the most was on your website where you compared what you do as an architect versus your teammates. Or actually, I take that back. The, the author is the architect. Yeah. And then you provide the workers to put that all together. Tell me a little bit about the process there of how that all gets put together. Sure. So the thing is that 
the problem with people is like whenever they start writing a book is first of all they don't have the time or don't have the skill set but even when they are willing to write the book subconsciously they know that there are so many things involved in writing publishing and marketing a book right even even in the book writing like there are so many steps involved like having creating a book outline then writing the introduction then chapters in and then uh, creating the conclusion the title subtitle description and then editing proofreading so there are so many steps involved in the book writing and the thing is that that makes it overwhelm and they start procrastinating and they are not able to write the book so what we have done is uh, we have created a hybrid version of a ghost writing we we call it angel writing where we take people's interview right exactly understand their book ideas message stories experience expertise and then write the book for them in their voice with their personality right so this is our goal with having an angel writing system and we have a proper system right which we follow like we interview with every chapters we write that chapter for them and then we send it to them and the, then they once they approve it then we move to the next chapter otherwise we keep on providing revisions and we offer unlimited revisions so this is what it's all about like having an architecture and a worker mentality like these people they have the message they have the vision of the book and we as a worker or a service provider we help them like uh, write that book right having that vision in the in the mind yeah and to your point vikrant there's nothing more important than having the process and or the framework in place to get to your desired end as quickly as possible we're going to talk a little bit more about that but i have to figure i have to determine how you got to be where you are today so tell me a little bit about your childhood where you were born and raised and how your parents and your family had some influence on where you are today and by the way vikrant is halfway around the world so he's in india today i'm not sure that's where he was born and raised but we'll find out a little bit more in a second so vikrant talk us about uh, talk to us about your childhood yeah so i was born in uh, india and raised in india as well so uh, all of the companies in states right so all the all the clients we have they are from states so we have incorporated the company in states but the thing is like uh, my entire childhood like i spent in in india and um, one of the thing is like everything started when my dad asked me after i graduated from high school that what do you want to become in your life and just because all, all of my friends family like all of my friends especially the 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 school guys and folks they were taking admission in engineering so i told my dad i dad that i want to be an engineer so my dad found that like i'm really serious about my career so he sold his land got my admission in an engineering college so uh, i'm here engineering college not liking the entire theoretical classes i was crystal clear within one year that i really don't want to be an engineer i although i still don't didn't had any clue that what i'll be doing but i got to know that engineering is not my thing i really don't want to do that so um in my college library in the third semester i discovered this book uh, rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki i read that book it completely changed my uh, perception about finance and life and the very same day i just decided to start something of my own and i dropped out of the college so uh, i've dropped out of the college i started my first business and uh, i made so many mistakes over there right within 6 months 
right? It it completely, I completely ran out of the money. I had to fire all the employees because I had no money to pay them. And then basically I had to shut down the company. So I discovered self-publishing when I was searching online, how to make, like after once I was in financial debt, searching online, how to make money online with zero investment because I had no money at all. And then I discovered self-publishing. Then I wrote my first book within just 21 days. Uh, somehow I was good at it, not actual book writing process, right? Because of course, English was, is, is not my first language. So somehow I'd written that book, but I was really good at creating the structures, creating the outline and taking all the information out there and then having it in an easy to digest and readable and enjoyable book. So I wrote that book within just 21 days, published that book. And uh, the first month I made around $27. So it was kind of a really big deal for me because of course I understood that I could go this path. And so then I wrote another book, right? It was a short book uh, in just three days. And uh, this time I also did the marketing on both the book. And this month I made around $440. So um, now I was seeing the, the difference. I was seeing exactly what I could do. And things started changing when some of my uh, Facebook friends, like who were entrepreneurs, started reaching out to me, like, hey, can you please help me write and publish the book? And then I started offering them the coaching services. And within one and a half years, like one or two years, like I launched dozens of courses, ebooks, and programs around how to write and publish their book, how to write and publish the book. And I enrolled thousands of students into those programs. And uh, I was launching it in the international market. It was pretty much successful. But the thing is that, again, things started changing. When some of these people, they started reaching out to me that like, your coaching is good, your course is good, but we really don't have the time to write the book. And then I discovered that there are so many people out there who really need support, right? Who really have amazing ideas and stories to share with the world. But they really need someone to do all these things on their behalf. And I also did some research and found that so many famous books out there, like the, the famous books with famous authors, they were ghostwritten, right? So these people are, are on top, like top 1% people. They really don't write the book themselves. They hire a ghostwriter because for them, the time is really an important asset. And uh, they have someone like who, write, who interview them and write the book. So I basically I assembled a team of writers, editors, designers, publishers, marketers, and created this done for you book writing, publishing, marketing services. And this is where bestsellingbook.com, like uh, I, I started, this is how I started the company. So let me ask you a couple of questions. You wrote a book in what, 21 days and the next one in three days. What subject were you uh, writing about? What was your first book about? What was your second book about? So I don't recommend this to people, but just because that time, my number one goal or priority was to make money. I had to pay my bill. I had to pay my rents. So somehow I was just had to write and publish the book to make money. So I wrote a book about how to sell house. And I had no clue, no idea, no experience about how to selling, how to sell house. And, um, but the thing is like what I did different from other books is, um, there's so like there are millions of articles, videos out there on how to sell house. But what I did is I, I took all the information, but I made it so actionable. And the title of the first book was 19 Days to Sell Your House. And it explained everything, like it was 19 chapters, and everything was like what to do on the day one, day two, till day 19. 
and uh, now of course i have pub- unpublished those books because of course uh, it was i found that it's not ethical but the thing is like that time it was really important for me to make money so that's why i was doing it but if you search this book like search this like 19 days to sell your house i published that under my pen name there's still some maybe you can find some good read reviews like how people are liking it and they <laughs> back then i received an email that one of the person was able to sell his house using uh, and following the uh, methodologies in reading the book so it was kind of a really i was really happy with that as well so this was the ty- type of books the first book was 19 days to sell your house the second book was four p's to sell your house and i think the four p's were uh, first was prepare the second was um, pricing the third was present and something like that and these four piece for the four chapters of the book. Wow. Well, I can see a commonality with the books you're writing and the business you currently run right now. It's all having an outline of process in place to follow, which to build on your success. So I see that commonality. And you know what? You said you were an engineer and you didn't like being an engineer. But what I'm hearing from you is that the process you have with what you've done and what you continue to do is a an engineering type process. It's sort of a project project management type of thing. So, and again, you use the word mistakes, and I would correct you on that because I think what you experienced were very valuable learning experiences to yeah. get you to where you are today. So, I think yes. I think, and no entrepreneur is one hundred percent perfect. You have to have bumps and bruises along the way. I think you can readily admit to that. Is that right? Exactly. That's definitely true. And as you mentioned that uh, you can see some traits of engineering. The thing is like, which I want to add over here that especially I'm not sure about like colleges outside India, but in India, like back then when I was in college, like it was very much theoretical classes, right? So it was not like, I'm like a practical guy. I want to see things happening, but in classes, like it, it never used to happen. So uh, even in my business, of course, not, you are in the franchisee business. So you know this thing, like how having a proper systems and processes, how important it is. Like if you have to sell your business or if you have to have another franchises of your companies. So this is what I do. Like I really want to, um, like my number one goal right now is to, um, from the company's perspective is to offer a New York Times bestseller service as well inside my package. But for my personal goal is to retire in just two years, right? And for me, retiring means that I would be free from the 100% operations of the company. So currently, I think we are building the systems and processes for everything. We are, I guess, done with 60% of the thing. So I want to be free. Like even if I go on maybe, I'm even if not there for three months or six months or one year, the business should run on automation. So this is what I want. And at the same time, I should focus on the creative ideas on how can I grow and take the business to the next level. Well, that's that's great ambition and a great plan. And you've actually quantified where it is you want to be and what the time frame is. So congratulations for that. Let's go a little bit more about the process. And again, the title of this podcast series is Building Better Businesses. And I think what you've got is a framework in place that is going to get you to market and get you to the best selling status quickly, because it's not you, Vikrant, that does it all. It's you and your team. But one of the things that I find fascinating is that you have these angel writers, but it's not, hey, a client comes in, this is your angel writer. You have an initial interview 
to kind of yeah. figure out what it is they want to write about. And then you match them with the appropriate angel writer. Isn't that correct? Yes, exactly. So what we do is, for example, the moment they start working with us, like we ask them to fill out a book information form, which we'll be having around dozens of questions so that we can exactly understand what are the expectations with the angel writers. Along with that, like who are the readers, what kind of the book they are writing and all these kind of things. And based on that, like, so basically we have around thousands of angel writers. So we use those information and reach out to all of these writers. And usually within maybe 72 hours, we get around 50 to 60 writers wanting to work with these people. So what we do is to make it easy and simplify, like we shortlist five or six best people. And they also like provide the answer that why they think that they're their right fit. And we also share their writing style with the with our client. And the client basically re can review their profile, their answers and then writing style and based on that after five to five to six maybe they just they just want to interview uh, two or three like these are the shortlisted people and after interviewing these people they decide who is the person they want to work with so unlike other publishing companies what they do is they get a client they tell people that oh like this is going to be your ghostwriter we don't work like that they our client chooses their who is going to be their angel writer. And this is what makes us stand apart from the competition. Now, your angel writers, Vikran, are they, um, are they contractually engaged with you? And, and what I mean by that, of course, they're probably not W-2 employees. I get that. But yeah. are they independent contractors? Or do you sort of put it out to bid saying, we've got a client who wants to write about this. Uh, you go to a some place to get these angel writers to bid on that. How does that process work? So... One of the things which we do is uh, once we start working, like we are in the business for around nine or 10 years now, and we have worked with around maybe 200 to 300 clients, right? Like written the book and published the book, like for the done for you process. Right. And uh, we have worked with like more than 150 angel writers till now. So these writers also have the connections with writers and there are some of the pools of writers as well. There are some groups as well. And we leverage those groups to reach out to these people. So the first thing is what, what we do is we reach out to the angel writers we have worked in the past, right? And then there we also reach out to their referral, like the, the people they are in connection with them. And then we also reach out to all the different places where we can find the, the writers in, in case if you're not getting good number of people. So this is exactly, these are the steps which we take in order to find the perfect angel writer for the client. Yeah. So um, one of the things I'm reading here, um, your clients have found themselves featured on outlets such as Forbes, Entrepreneur, Fast Company, Fox News, BBC, ABC. That's quite an accomplishment for the clients that you have and where they're getting. What do you find are some of the key elements that get your writers or since they get your clients who are ultimately authors in those major news media forums? What Are there any commonalities, any critical key factors that get them to that level? Yeah. So what we do is the first thing is like uh, to really write an amazing book for them. That's a really first step because the thing is like in marketing, of course, maybe you can get some sales here and there. You can have a really great marketing process and then you can maybe do some, get some sales in the launch period. But you, if you really have to get consistent sales or if you have to really get featured in some really major media sites, like you have to write a really 
a great book or maybe a great product. And over here, having a great product is means uh, having a great book. So that's going to be the first step. Then the second is going to be how do you package this entire book, right? Packaging means like having a proper interior designing, then the, the back cover, front cover, and all of these things, description, having a great, really great author bio. So once it is done, then comes the promotion. We're in the promotion side. Like we, there are some platforms out there like uh, Haro. Maybe you have heard about it, like H-A-R-O. Where, um, and also Just Reach Out, where you can get in touch with journalists right and uh, you can pitch these people you can also some uh, do some press release distribution this basically helps our clients get on these uh, these different major media sites one of the thing which we also do is uh, which we are introducing this service to our clients now is we are also going to be helping our clients uh, get on podcasts and nowadays podcast is one of the really amazing channel to promote their book and get more sales so, for example, if I am on your podcast uh, with my book, and of course, like if if they're a best-selling author or a published author, then it basically gets really easy for them to pitch. And of course, people really want authors on their show. So, uh, and also these hosts specifically ask questions related to the book. And in the end, they also ask that, hey, like where people can find you and you're in your book. So this way, like, if you have maybe 1,000 people listening to your podcast or episode today, then on the same day, maybe you can get some really good number of sales. So we have some clients like who are getting 80 to 90% of the sales directly from podcast. So um, doing these things, like there are so many steps involved in order to get on different media channels. So this is what we do. Yeah, you know, it's uh, an interesting comment that you made there that I think is integral to uh, business success overall is that visibility is key. And as we move forward, you know, prior to the COVID-19, post-COVID-19, I think digital and video are becoming more and more of the subsequent channels with which to get that book in, where it needs to go. But again, going back to, I think the basic concept is that uh, visibility is, is very key. And how many books have you written now? More than 250 for our clients. Yeah, 250. How many have you written? You've written two from the get-go. Have you written another book yet? Yeah, so under my name, there are two books out there. Okay, yeah. But to your point, so I I have a book that's already published. I got a second one published. And it's funny, just doing these interviews, that's funny. I guess it's real. Uh, By just doing these interviews, there's so much more that I'm learning but there are some underlying themes that are common to most every podcast that I have. Number one is passion. You've got that. Number two, it's process. You've got that. Number three, it's relying on the team of subject matter experts. You've got that. And, you know, part and parcel of the whole thing is relationship building. It's not that you, Vikrant, say you, Angel Writer, you work with this client. You try to get the best fit for that. Isn't yeah. that right? Yes, exactly. Uh, there's no other better way than that match, I think, that kind of gets you to that next level. You know, it's funny, too, that you also mentioned that with podcasts, that the other items is that, you know, you want to be able to find you. So where do you go to find you? And uh, how do we find out more about you, Vikram? Those are always my two last questions to ask before mm-hmm. we end the podcast. But we've talked about so much. And I'll tell you, I've been to your site. The eight-minute introductory video sums it all up. And you would think that your process, which takes 180 days, 
for you to summarize that need in a video is fantastic. Is there anything that we haven't covered in the cues that I've asked you and the answers you provided that you want our audience to know about? I think one thing which I really want to add over here is whether people like whether your listeners want to have an agency or a publishing company do these things for themselves or whether they want to write the book themselves, they have to always start with a book outline. And this is where people really make mistakes. Just like having a business plan is important before you start a business, having a book plan or over here, book plan is going to be the book outline is really, really important. And again, the book outline is going to be the proper formatting of the things where you can you can arrange all your ideas and sub ideas, and the ideas could be the chapters, the sub ideas could be the sub chapters. And the thing which is really important is one of the reasons why people are not like, and there was, survey, there was a survey maybe by Forbes that, and they discovered that around more than 81% Americans wants to write a book, but just maybe less than 1% actually write the book. And there's a big gap over here, right? And that gap is maybe because most of these people, they don't have a working book outline. They just start with chapter one and then they start writing the book. And they don't know what to do next, right? They don't know what's going to be the next chapter or the third chapter or fourth chapter, where exactly to start, where exactly to complete. They don't know. So that's why having a proper book outline in the first place is important. And then, of course, you can have you can write the book, edit the book, and then we can take it from there. You can have a professional publishing service provided like who can take care of all of these different steps. So it, it goes back to your uh, your principle that your process is the architect, the author is the architect, yeah. and that's what the outline is. And then you are the workers that kind of put it all together. So you're talking about a foundation, a frame, the walls, the windows, everything goes in hand in hand, but nothing can start without the quote, architectural plan, which in this particular circumstance is your outline, right? Exactly. Yes, right. Yeah. All right. That's so fascinating. Uh, I really am quite interested in what you've accomplished today. And I'm going to get in touch with you before two years are up because I want to find out that you are retired, but I'm going to bet you dollars to donuts. All right. That's a term we use here in America. I don't know if they use it in India, but I will bet you that even though you say you'll be retired, you'll be involved in some other entrepreneurial endeavor. I just have a feeling. Am I right about that? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Even I have that, that kind of feeling. So, of course, like for me, retiring doesn't mean that I'll not be doing my business anymore. The thing is that mental piece that my day-to-day -day operation could be run without me is the thing which I call the freedom. Right. And then I can just maybe think about marketing or just taking the business to the next level or have coming up with the new ideas. Maybe these would be the things which I really want to do not doing the day-to-day -day operations and involved into all the steps like involved in the, which is going in the operation side. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. So last but not least, Vikram, we're at the point here. Like, unfortunately we cannot go any further because our time allotment's up. How do we find out more about you? Where do we go to find everything we need to know about you as well as your business? So, yep. Uh, your listeners can simply visit to bestsellingbook.com where they can uh, find everything about us, like exactly what do we do, what kind of services we offer. If they think they, we are the right fit, then they can simply schedule a call by going to bestsellingbook.com slash call. For your listeners, I also have a special gift. So uh, they can 
as I'd mentioned that most of the people like they struggle in writing the book is because they don't know what's going to be, what exactly are they, the process? What, what exactly is the step? So that's why after working with hundreds of clients, I have created a checklist, which we use for our clients as well. And I am offering that checklist for free for your audience. So they can simply go to bestsellingbook.com slash checklist. They can download this checklist, print it out, paste it on the wall, which is going to make the entire publishing journey so much easy. And this checklist also comes with a blueprint, which explains how to use this checklist. Wow, that's great. Well, I thank you so much for that. And uh, it's been fascinating to, uh, and, and you would have thought that writing a book is, you know, more simpler than what you put it, but there are so many facets, so many elements that go to make a, a great book, not only from beginning planning, but to marketing afterwards and then getting the exposure that you're talking about. So business owners, if you got some ideas that you need to put down into a book form that, as you have demonstrated, can lead to uh, more clients, uh, take them up on his offer. I appreciate that. So with that, Vikrit, we're going to have to call it a uh, Better Businesses, uh, Building Better Businesses podcast. Thank you, audience, for joining us. And uh, thank you again, Vikrit, for your time and uh, your insights that you shared were fantastic. And I thank you so much for your time. And uh, we'll see you all on another edition of Building Better Businesses. Have a good rest of the day. The Building Better Business podcast is the best place to learn how to take your business to the next level. It's no longer enough to earn good profits. You need to develop a network of connections as well as use all types of marketing to your advantage that will put you over the edge. Hosted by me, Steve Eschbach, a financial executive with decades of experience in dealing with businesses and business people, we'll learn how this all comes together. Join me and my expert guests as we delve into the many facets of owning the business and how to become a good, caring business owner. Listen how making a difference in your community can attract all sorts of clientele, which in turn will build you a better business.